Hey everyone, this is Anna Marie Privetier, one of the hosts of the RPG Cast. As we approach our 500th episode, I just want to take a minute to say thank you to our listeners. Whether you've been with us for only a few episodes or if you've been in it for the long haul since 2007. Well, I just want to ask you all a quick favor. Please share the love. Ask a friend if they've heard of the RPG Cast. Share an episode on your favorite social media platform. Leave us a review on iTunes. We try really hard not to bug you about these things, but all of them really help us grow as a show and bring us in even more fans. And thank you as always for listening. Hello, everybody. This is RPG Cast 497 for March 23rd, 2019. I'm your host, Anna Marie Privetier, and I've got a big variety of folks. It's a slightly smaller show than last week, so if you were like, ah, so much RPG Cast, don't worry. We we have a reasonable portion this week. Portion control is very important. Um, And this show is rated under 2,000 daily calories. So, uh, hi, Chris. Hi. Our camera's broken. No! But you would only knew that if you were watching live every Saturday at twitch.tv slash rpgamer at noon Eastern 9 a.m. replug the camera in. All right. So while Chris does that, hi, Kelly. I probably account for a good chunk of those calories. <laughs> Kelly Ryan is here and is more filling. That's tasty. That's tasty. More filling? <laughs> Wait, yes. that's not right. <laughs> Josh is Josh is bringing all the flavor, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, this is beginning to st- start to sound like an Idea Factory game. Josh, Let's move on. Car- Wait, is it... S- no. What's your last name again? Carpenter. Carpenter. I'm like, it's not Scarp. Why am I... Getting- oh, your Twitter. Oh, yes. Carpenter. Joshua <laughs> Carpenter. All right. Uh, Pascal Takaya, whose name I can actually pronounce and remember because it's unusual. <laughs> I put the big and big variety. Yes! All right. So we're going to hop straight into our now playing... Um, well, Chris continues to play with the, the camera. So if you hear a bunch of clunking and yanking and um, so I've been playing Dragon Quest Builders and yeah, I'm I'm going to just reiterate how happy I am that I gave that game a second chance. Um, I went into the fourth world. The fourth world was cool. It was actually pretty different from the first three um, regions. I keep calling them worlds. They're really not. It's all the same world. Um and the ending was so bittersweet and delightful, and Chris just fell over. I stepped on a belt. Well, that's not stupid my ratcheting fault. belt. My sister. Hey, the camera's on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dragon Quest Builders, highly recommended. Now I'm really excited because we're like four, only four months out from the sequel. Only four months out. I I went down the rabbit hole of the Dragon Quest timeline and how it might fit in with the Builders games, and oh boy, did I make a mistake. All right, everybody, over under. What comes first, actual information about Persona 5R or the Dragon Quest Builders sequel? Um... Mm, ah, that's a tough one we'll talk more about that later yeah um and so since i i had to finish dragon quest builders this week because chocobo's mysterious dungeon everybody you fish with your butt there oh my god oh my god so um peter who was on last week um he and i have both been really looking forward to this game and i sent him so many texts that were in all caps I saw these. I can validate this happened. Yeah. So he was like, hey, I played a little bit of the game last night. And I sent him just like a list. I'm like, did you fish with your butt yet? Did you swing on the swing yet? 
yeah, did you swing on the swing? Like, oh, killer features in Chocobo's Mysterious That dungeon. is a killer feature! You guys were talking on Discord last night about how, mm. like, it looks like the fishing line is coming out of his butt in handheld mode. Oh, yeah, no. um... Yeah, it is a little <laughs> bit. So, yeah, um... Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I asked him a third question and I can't remember what it is. Yes. Did you drink tea at the cafe? Oh, Everything sake. about this game is cute. Ah! Did you drink tea at the cafe? With your butt. With your butt. <laughs> oh, with your face. Oh, you can get multiplayer on this. Yes. Do... Yeah. Do you want to play with me? I'll give you one of the Joy-Cons. How does this... It looks like you can get the computer to help. Yeah. So the whole part of everybody yeah. is that you get buddies. And so they are so great. And and I'll go into that because you were probably watching me do challenge dungeons. And so the whole premise of everybody is every, almost everybody can become an everybody. Oh, for goodness sake. So there's 14 human characters, like 150 monsters, two DLC classes, um, and all the bosses, I think like 15 bosses. So they're specials, they're extras. So, um, yeah, um, you can get buddies in a few different ways. You can get buddies by playing the story. You can get um, buddies by doing challenge dungeons. Or you can get um, buddies by beating up the monsters. And that's kind of the primary way you will get the big bulk of them. Because when you're killing things in the dungeon, this is a mystery dungeon game. So everything is like a randomly generated roguelite dungeon um, if you play on normal and you die, you lose your items, but not your equipment. If you play on hard, it's very mystery dungeon. You lose all the things. So don't die. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so it's grid based. If you move one square, all the enemies move one square. If you do an action, the enemies do an action. Um, and so when you beat up enemies, they drop buddy points. They drop BP. And once you accrue enough BP you can buddy with that particular monster. That's not butt points for better fishing? No, not butt points for better fishing. They also drop JP for job points. This is the most... Isn't it cute? I'm having to search for butt fishing on Google, and it's not working. (laughs) Wait till you see what ads pop up because of that search. Oh, no. I found... Chocobo, I got one of those classic Japanese butt shots of like the person looking back over their butt at you, but that's not <laughs> butt fishing. Nope. That's classic Japanese? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's anime girl looking at you over while you can see her butt at the same time? Yeah, that that's really is. That's also classic uh, Rob Liefeld. What, um, Rob Liefeld? Yeah, it's a comic book thing. Okay. Oh, all right. So never mind. It's just classic um, male drawing women thing then. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. All right. Right. And so there's jobs in this game. And so you get puzzle pieces and those puzzle pieces have a job. Is Chocobo a boy or a girl? Yes. Is he non-gendered? Non-gendered. Does he change like frogs depending on what's needed? No. Oh, okay. They, I don't think they ever call Chocobo a he or a she. They always just say Chocobo. Yeah. Uh Is Chocobo your next starter in Pokemon? Mm, No. Could it right. be? So, as you unlock jobs, when you go into a this dungeon... Is Stardew Valley. This isn't Chocob... Mm, the only fishing I've found is Stardew Valley fishing. I'm very frustrated. <laughs> when you go into a dungeon, there's um, a, like a pole. 
what do you call it? It's like a, a wooden... A geomagnetic pole? Like no, no, no. a Petrian? It's, it's no. like a stone pole that has glyphs on it. There's a, there's a name for that thing. A totem pole? Yeah, no, it's a... Glyph? A stone pole that has glyphs an, on it. An obelisk? Thank you! Hey! Yeah, so in every you dungeon... You call that a pole? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look... Words are hard. She is Canadian. She doesn't really speak English. I don't speak American. We don't know what you speak, to be quite honest. That's okay. Um, yeah, so there's an obelisk at the start of every dungeon, and you can choose your buddy, and then you can choose your class. So I have like, so you start as a freelancer, and I have um, knight, and I have dragoon, and I have white mage, and I have black mage, and I have scholar, and they're so cute. I have beastmaster, and I get little itty bitty ram horns on my head. <laughs> have, have, have you spent the two dollars on the DLC to get the machinist? So I pre-ordered the game. Oh, okay. And by pre-ordering the game, I automatically got arc um. Uh, Stuff. Ace and Machinist, which aren't classes, they're buddies. Okay. So yeah. They're fun. Um and my favorite buddy is Freya, because she has like this big hammer and she goes, Wah boom, and it stuns the enemy. The only problem is that she can't cast it very often. Right. So in the game there is an SP system. And your SP is noted by little crystals under your nameplate. And different abilities take different amounts of crystals to cast. So if I'm a dragoon and I want to do ice jump, that's one and a half crystals. And the crystals refill either as you walk or with ethers or as you are struck. So yeah, really good mystery dungeon game. Um... It so it starts out really easy, and because of that, I think it lulls you into a sense of complacency. Because by the time I got to the second guardian dungeon, I was tragically underleveled. So and yeah, I, I and I remember in the Wii version, some of the challenge dungeons were hard, like the one where you can't uh, get hit by anything. Yep, and so there are normal dungeons, um, like which are almost always storyline related dungeons. And those have drop ex- those drop experience and job points and buddy points and items, um, and then there are challenge dungeons, and those are non-story specific dungeons. Um, they unlock classes or they unlock buddies, um, and those all have sort of a trick to it. Mm-hmm. So the most common trick to these challenge dungeons is you can't take a buddy. Um. So there's like four or five things that it normally does. So it'll be like, can you take a buddy? Can you bring in items? Can you take out items? Can you bookmark? Um, bookmarking inside of a dungeon lets you do a temporary save. Um, and then there will be there will be sort of a little description about what the dungeon is. So one of them was like, I'm going. You're going to be surrounded by enemies in this dungeon. <gasps> you can swim in the goddess pond. Wow. Look how cute he is. This game is so cute. Um, Yeah, so challenge dungeons are definitely challenging, mostly because a lot of them have, like, um, level caps to them as well. So you can't just, like, I'm just going to come back when I'm higher level. No, you got to do it uh, as as you do it. Mm -hmm. What if I told you this Chocobo shows up in Final Fantasy (gasps) XIV? 
Hey, Kelly. <laughs> yes. How's Final Fantasy fourteen going? Um, I've been fishing a lot. With your butt? With your butt? <laughs> no. Oh. So I, I'm a Mikote, so I technically could use my tail as a fishing rod. But something tells me that wouldn't be very uh, economical or practical. Um, no, I... I've had a stressful week and I haven't had a whole lot of time to game. So I just been kind of putting on 14, going to a fishing spot, leveling my fishing, watching YouTube videos while I fish. Um, just trying to calm down a little bit because people made me or the internet made me want to punch things this week. Yeah. It sounds like you hit the climax of the uh, base game this week. Yes, I have one more cut scene that I have to watch. I was going to try and watch it before the cast today, but I just ran, ran out of time. Sure. And then I'll be in Heavensward content, and who knows how long that's going to take me to get through. Not as long and, as what you just went through. So Okay. Enjoy that, at least. Because I, I guess I have until, the, like, what, July before Shadowbringers yeah, comes so out? Yeah, so you have two expansions to get through, so enjoy. <laughs> But I want to see the Heaven Sword content so bad. Yeah, it's better. The... It's good, so you'll enjoy it. And then, um, then the other, the next expansion you might like. Um, probably not as much as Heaven's Word if you're like me. Maybe you'll like it more if you're not like me. Um, but it's it's still good, and it's a lot better than that filler content you just did for twenty hours. So yeah, I, I was gonna say, does uh, fourteen follow the WoW rule that every other expansion sucks? Um, no. I don't know that I agree that WoW follows that rule, but, you know, whatever. Well, okay, I take that back. I, I've always felt like every other expansion was kind of underwhelming. Also, 14 has two expansions, so there's not enough to establish a pattern yet. We kind of need this next one to come out to figure out if that's going to happen. Unless you're counting, Fair enough. Are you counting the base game as an expansion? I don't know. <laughs> Fair Fair enough. But I've been playing more of that, and I've been playing more SteamWorld Dig 2. I finally got the jet boots so that I can fly, like, kind of yeah. do a short fly everywhere. And that's been fun. Uh, I, I also got the th thing that lets you uh, ram into things with the jet boots, finally. So I think I'm close to being done with that game. I've got to go take out, like, a couple of generators. And Have you been chased by the scary machines? Oh yeah, that that Aren't those was fun. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that you were supposed to die in that section, so it's like I'm being chased by the things, and it, it's just getting worse and worse. I'm like, oh, oh god, no! And then you wake up, and I'm like, oh, I was supposed to die in that section. Okay. There's a theory on the chat that every fourth WoW expansion is the good one. Wrath of Lithing was fourth, right? Wrath of Lithing. Wrath wow. of the Lifting. Wrath yep. of the Lifting. Was that fourth? Lich King. Was that third, wasn't it? It was no, third expansion. Was, well, no, Lich King was the second expansion because it was vanilla. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm, Wrath wow. is the peak, so. Yeah. Cataclysm? Cataclysm? Yeah, cataclysm cataclysm what, was the fourth. World of yep. Warcraft Cataclysm? <laughs> well, actually, if Lich King was second, then that would have been third, wasn't it? Yeah, good call. My God! So then, fourth would be uh, Pandaria. Uh, Pandaria was amazing. I yes. love everything. People about Pandaria. either hate or P love people hate Pandaria, Pandaria, but the music alone makes Pandaria for me. 
it, a peak in aesthetic design for Pandaria. I understand People's... the peak of gameplay in Lich King. I can actually get on board with that, but I loved being in Pandaria so much it didn't matter. So. Gonna yeah, say, I, people that I, hate Pan, sorry. No, it's fine. People that hate Pandaria just didn't like the idea of playing as furries. You don't have to be a panda. Jeez. I know. I'm a druid anyway. I I, not, I, my uh, character's half is a halftime furry to begin with, so who cares? You never <laughs> leave cat form because he has the best dance. And even better is is you are so con- you are so intent on not leaving cat form. Every once in a while, when he plays well, he, all I hear is "Oops, I died." <laughs> it's like you could have healed yourself. Yeah, but I would have had to get out of cat form to do it. I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> See, that's funny because when I still RP'd my druid, I pretended like I was I was a cat that turned into a cow and not the other way around. <laughs> That's okay. amazing. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So um Steam World Dig Two, eh? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm trying to finish that up this weekend because um the Switch version of Final Fantasy Seven comes out this week. And I real I'm due for another playthrough of that and I wanna see how quickly I can get through it using the cheats. That and I wanna totally cheese the Emerald and Ruby weapon fights just because, you know, those bastards. Her Ruby kinda... weapon, she's a bitch. Yeah. Well, I've I've legit beat both of them just via a lot of grinding and tactics and stuff like that. But I I, I think it's time to just kind of cheese cheese those fights. And just so you know, I don't consider the W item bug cheating in those fights. All right, so Steam World Dig Two. Uh, very good. I recommend it. I would pick it up on sale. That and um, I wanted to play through those two games to get ready for Quest. Yeah, so the well, release play date heist too. Then, if you want the next in the story, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, just oh, you haven't seen the end of Do that might hook you. So we'll see. Okay, so this isn't part of our stories because we don't report on rumors. But um, the Steam World Quest um, release date got accidentally leaked by Nintendo this week, but maybe not. What? So um, the release date on the Steam World Quest page changed to coming april 26th all right april 26th perfect yeah april 25th which is thursday right i can play it on our sabbatical makes sense except we'll already be gone and two um it immediately as soon as people started reporting on it immediately got swapped to coming 2019 (laughs) and image and forum put out this tweet that was like unless it's a release date coming from us it may or may not be true guys I okay. Here's a question for you: Why in the world are we squabbling over whether or not the over the release date of Steam World Quest? Like, what motivation do they have to keep that silent? I don't know. I mean, there's no Maybe big because... marketing plans like a Square Enix well, thing. There or, is you know, marketing plans. Like, okay, to the point where they can't release the release date until a certain time come on could be something coordinating with nintendo or <laughs> apparently the nintendo doesn't know that <laughs> or the game might not be guaranteed to go gold at that point yeah i mean if, yeah i mean if the, yeah okay That's if they're saving lot check until like april itself there's no guaranteeing it's coming out on the 26th 
or like if they got back a lot check failure there's still no guaranteeing it's coming out on the 26th lot check is a pain and even with nintendo's help companies still fail it regularly what's a lot check lot check is um your final proofing before a game goes on to the onto any nintendo console uh, and they don't uh, check your game for bugs they check it for com- compliancy on nintendo required things so like uh, the way that you describe the buttons and the way that you um use copyright and trademark symbols in regards to nintendo and its products um and yeah stuff like that and it's really easy to fail lot check it's like press the a button press a button which one of those do you think is correct press a button correct because we're in the world of apple where everything is personified and a button is a person on your console so press a button not the a button i guess and what you're saying really do not use ipod shuffle I guess what you're saying is releasing games isn't as easy as people make it out to be. What? I just hit compile to the Nintendo Switch and it's done, right? Export to Switch. Export to Switch. All right. Um, hey, Pascal. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have a question. Hold on. Anna, Ooh, uh-huh. thank you. when are you going to play SteamWorld Dig 2? I, I, sometime after I play SteamWorld Dig 1. Well, I mean, that's not a bad answer, but you don't really have to. Okay. You know, you could if I you could you, read a quick story Anna, cheater and just jump into two. Yeah, um, I mean, Steamworld Dig One is okay, but it's very short, and there's only like one thing you kind of need to know about it, and you figure it out at the beginning of Steamworld Dig Two anyway. Okay. Uh, two is like loads better in design and UI, and and I only say that if you want to save time. If you want to play yeah. both, then by all means, go for it. Or I could just jump right into SteamWorld Quest, which is the genre. No, 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 no. But this is a good game, is what I'm saying. I yeah. think you'd like it. All right. So well, you, you own you own it, right? On yes. the Switch. Yes. Okay. Yes. The doorbell just rang, and my cat just like scratched ah. the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Pascal, you say you haven't been playing much, really, but you have this game on the spreadsheet that we're curious about. What is War Theater? Yeah. You really, yeah. So you're curious about that, okay? Yeah. Um, I, well, I've so never if, um, heard of it, so I don't know if it's good or bad. So. <laughs> should, should we not be curious about it? Mm. Well, if um, I, I'm assuming Chris is probably gonna um look up some footage of it, so I'll start with um, with what, what oh, got me interested indie. in it. <laughs> yeah, but it's got a so it's um, oh, I tactical the, RPG. <laughs> I, um, I'm sitting here thinking I've been putting footage on the stream and I haven't been. No, Oops. it's just your big arse ah! camera. Sorry. There we go. So if you think Fire Emblem, that's kind of what we're talking about, but with a completely dif- different um, aesthetic. Okay, it's so a, it's uh, tactical like Fire Emblem and not um, more strategy like Advance Wars? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's such a weird distinction to try and say. Chris, well, because it's got the um, the rock, paper, scissors or Fire Emblem. Ooh. Oh, it's got your weapon triangle. Okay. I couldn't tell you a whole lot about Advance Wars, so I'm not sure what the um, comparison there is. But it has a very uh, um, like a diesel punk um, fantasy look to it, like a world, diesel punk World War Two fantasy. This does look neat with I'm fantasy sorry. creatures. Diesel punk. 
Yes, as opposed to yeah. steampunk. Oh, because they burn gas instead of steam. All right, I, I can get, I can see that. So um, it looks, it looks pretty interesting, right? <laughs> or at least like that's what I thought. Well, I... as soon as I saw the battle map, I'm like, oh, this is more like stuff like Anna and I play. So all right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna don't get suckered in is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh no. Oh oh no. Does that mean it's not um, good? Because if you watch any footage, you'll you know you might say, oh, uh, oh, the battle map and the weapon triangle, and wow, look at the um, the character designs in the in the battle close-ups. They look really neat, and they they do, and that's pretty much I think where the positives end. Maybe. Ooh, um, yeah. There's so many quality of life improvements that this needs to really be fun. It's missing fun at the moment. <laughs> it's kind of a key component. Ooh, yeah. So yeah. I, I want to say, that, is I, that going to be I, DLC? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it's free. For fun. It better be free DLC. You have to pay for fun. Um, so, to preface this, I am playing the PS4 version, and I'm saying that because I, um, I, I think there's a, a, a Steam version, and somewhere online I saw a mention of a tutorial. So, I don't know if. If that's included in the Steam version and not the PS4 We're version, watching Point being, right you didn't now. get one. <laughs> that's the thing. You turn it on and um, you have a choice of I I didn't count, but I think it's something like um, six or seven different campaigns because there's there's six or seven different um, hero characters, like basically generals, and um, that's. You know, that sounds great. Wow, so many different campaigns to pick from. You you start one and here comes battle one. There's no um there's no setup, there's no no narrative, um uh what what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um I don't know. Any anything to speak of at all for narrative. You just uh you just go. Here you go. You're on the overload map and now fight. And um the, you don't know how is the thing. And you're gonna go ahead and um die multiple times, fail the campaign multiple times, just in the quest of figuring out what's what. Like Because uh, you don't know do I, what you should what's weak to what and how to use your um, stuff strategically. You could see that if you knew where to look immediately. Uh-huh. Um you, you don't know how to tell right away by uh, at a glance um what like how much health each unit has, uh, what each unit's range is uh, for the allies, for the enemies. Um, just anything you need to know to play a game is is not explained. I don't know. I, I could go. Nice. I guess I could go through a long list of what's not explained, but anything, it's all missing. So eventually, you figure out that you can actually tell your attack range and um, and what's weak and strong to what. Uh, when you build your units or when you commission, and you can commission any time um, during your turn as long as you have money left over at a factory. So um, you can spend your turn attacking, and you can also spend your turn taking over buildings on the map. And buildings consist of two types. One are factory buildings that um, let you create more units and uh, replenish your army. And the other type of buildings give you funds each turn to use to um, to summon new um, new units to the battlefield, and just about every battle can be boiled down to um, your object. Your objective is to either destroy the enemy general or capture the enemy headquarters, and then you go. Um, it's 
I don't know. I feel like it's hard to explain why something isn't fun. Um, I mean, I think you've done a pretty good way of explaining it now. I don't know. You fight, you die, and after you do it enough, you figure out maybe why you died. Um, so anytime you engage in combat with one, uh, with any other unit, regardless of, of who's strong against what, um, the attacker attacks first. And as your, your unit takes damage, um, its own attacks become weaker. So there's almost no Ooh, way to have a... Yeah. Yeah, there's almost no way to have like a a, a one a one on one um, combat situation where you do as much damage as you take. You're all as a as a defender, you're always going to be on um, on the receiving end of damage. So you're always going to have a disadvantage because you take your damage before you get to deal it back out. And by then, your troops are probably so weak that they sometimes do very very little damage back. I guess that's true for, you know, for you and for your enemies. So on your turn, you get the advantage. But I don't know, just it plays out in a way that's that's very difficult to to figure out how to how to handle at all. Uh, you really have to take advantage of, I think, the um, the terrain. There's a uh, forest and rocks and barbed wire and ruins on the map. And each type of terrain that you uh, end your turn and gives you certain uh, perks and uh and drawbacks to your stats. So it might give you a higher uh, defense bonus, or it might slow down your movement, or or what have you. could be anything. Um, and without taking it full advantage of something like that, it's basically impossible to win, because the odds are already heavily stacked against you. There, there's no, um, no difficulty settings. It's just... Get good. I, 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 I get good or die. Get good or get at dead. least, yeah, get good or get figuring out what what you need to do um, to to play this game. So um, one of the things that asks you when you start a campaign, and like I said, you start it as soon as you um, get to the main menu. You start, you pick your campaign, and you go. And the first one of the first questions is, what which perks do you want to take into battle with you? So you're able to purchase um, perks that from the sound of them um, seem like they give you some pretty um, hefty advantages. So I'm thinking, okay, um, I really need those. So how do you get them? Well, obviously you have to buy them with money, but you don't have any money to start with. Maybe if you, if you win the first, um, the first mission of a campaign, you get some money. Well, you don't. Um, After many, many deaths, I finally was able to, um, figure out the system enough to start winning some of the um, the campaign missions. And after winning four in a row, four, four separate missions, I still am at zero dollars. You get nothing for, for winning. You don't get money. You don't get experience. You don't get um, new unit types. You don't get items. Um, you don't even get um, a story scene that moves you to the next map. You win, the battle ends, the next map loads up, the next battle starts. That's that's a But sometimes they talk on the map. Yeah, I think there's um there's like two text boxes from your general <laughs> as each battle starts. Right. If if I mean if you want to consider that a uh, a gripping narrative, then No, okay. I think I'm considering this a hard pass is what I'm considering this. <laughs> so there is a way to actually get money. I finally was able to was able to figure out again. Steam this, refunds? <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
but I mean, the, I, I guess I could have figured this out right away if I had went to the right screen to see it. There are quests you can complete. You get them where else? At the merchant or whatever he's called in this game. There's a certain, um, it's a, a completely different menu that you go into um, a, when you're when you're not in the um, what is it the campaign menu, so the merchant has has quests you can accept, and completing these will give you money, which I guess you can spend on uh, getting perks. But the quests are something like defeat um, twenty five airborne enemies. Do you know how long that would take? Uh, maybe mm. if you're in uh, in a in a battle where the enemy uses airborne enemies, maybe you'll take out two or three. Per scenario. I mean, this would take hours and hours of just playing and either dying or winning. Doesn't really make a difference. And maybe you'll get the, the barest minimum of, of money that you can then spend on something. So I, I don't know uh, who's playing this long enough to earn money, to buy perks, to make the game easier. It, it just seems so backwards. I mean, you have to suffer to to earn something that will make it easier. And that's my, um, that's my summary of war theater. Well, I'm totally not interested now. Thanks. Did I kill your dream? Yeah. And then you wrote a love letter to Josh. What? (laughs) Congratulations, Josh. What's going on? Is there bromance? (laughs) There is 428 bromance. I wrote a, I wrote a literal letter. (laughs) I really did. Um, It even says, Dear Josh, I hate you for making me play this, but I love it. I'm so confused. (laughs) Well, Chris, you you would know what we're talking about if you had looked at at Josh's um, newest What You Playing feature. I don't look at anything on the site. I don't even. (laughs) It's not my site. It's apparently Anna's the boss. Me. What am I doing? I'm going there now. RPGamer.com. Dear Josh, I want you to know that you are to blame for my current situation. Yes, you. Or rather, you're no holds barred raving about a certain Japanese visual novel you were playing while we were recording RPG Cast last year. Oh, I see. See, I've been enjoying very much getting into VN shenanigans, and you made it sound as if this zany game with its colorful cast, real-life photographic visuals, and wild unpredictability would be right up my alley. Well, I'm writing to let you know you were absolutely right. <laughs> nice. So that's part of our What You Play In feature that Josh put up this week. Um, and you too. Can... And I'm really excited that um, that the, what is it, the, the cover image or the featured image for the feature is from 428. And it's the character that I love. So thanks. I guess that's a love letter back to me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Well, Yanagashita is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. So yeah, we've, we've talked about this a lot. I really need to play this. Don't you have it? Yeah, I do. We do. Problem is, is it came out the same day as Dragon Quest Eleven. That doesn't matter yeah, to that... you. You didn't. You didn't play that. No, but you were using the PS4. Oh, it's my fault. Okay, got it. It's not your fault. Because you know, it's not like I leave to go to work it's every day and leaves your the PS4 fault. available to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, this character we were discussing, um, Yanagishida, I think, and I mentioned this in the letter. I think he might be one of my favorite characters of any medium of all time at this point. <laughs> Okay. He's just great. He's just full of all these get-rich-quick schemes that always <laughs> blow up in his face. 
and his the the actor who plays him just has this he is so good at being all these over the top <laughs> poses yeah he hams it up so much in 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 the uh, the photographs in the game it's um it's just a joy to watch i mean i don't know you know what other word to use for that it's just joyful so where are you at now are you get you're getting close to the end I, yeah, I think so. Um, I'm well. Uh, Time-wise, I'm in the uh, the five o'clock block or four, four or five. I can't remember. And I think it only goes up to five or six. So you got a little bit more. They they cut you. You uh, you haven't gotten to where you unlock the next couple of characters, have you? What? <laughs> <laughs> See, I it's did. Got more um, surprises. No. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you still got more to go. <laughs> it is a crazy good visual novel. I just love it—the way they tied all those different stories together, the way they keep surprising you with different things, like you, like you talked about the tonal shifts it has, where it really does go from being incredibly serious to, uh, you know, like incredibly funny and goofy. Yeah. Um, one thing I wish. I wish I wasn't able to figure out so easily who was um, who was in the the Tama cat suit before they revealed it. Yeah, I feel like it was pretty pretty obvious. Yeah, who it had to be. They revealed it what about halfway through the game, maybe. Yeah, something after, like that. After the the first, I don't know, four or so chapters, you get to find out who's in the mascot suit. But I thought it was pretty easy to to guess at who it was already. So. But they do go in explaining how, like how she got, how the person got into the suit was quite <laughs> <Whoops>. interesting. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, I've talked about it already on the cast. I wrote a, I wrote a thing about it. So that, I don't know. There's much more to say. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, that's the other thing I've been playing. All right, you want to talk about um, what you've been playing, Josh? Oh, do I have to? Um, give us the hey, teal deer. To. I've been playing. Yeah, I just hadn't been playing as much as I. I don't know. I've been in a funk this week, so I haven't played as many games as I would have liked. Everybody's um, funky this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been uh, playing more Mariage, which uh, I'm well into the second generation. Finally, are you ready and, to boink yet? Uh, yeah. See, like I'm you, sorry, Anna. Can you go five minutes without asking Josh if he's having sex with his characters in Mariage? Well, Chris, it, that's you... literally the point of the game. <laughs> so no. Oh, all right. Fair you just you've been doing that all day, all night. It's like it's getting we we had a little a, concerned. We had a Discord party last night where I regularly through the evening asked Josh if he was getting busy. To the point where yeah, he had to go play something else so she'd stop asking. I think he got more frustrated by the game than oh, by me. Right. I mean, if he was frustrated by me, he would have just hung up. <laughs> just saying. Yes, more, more frustrated with the boss. But yeah, in the second generation, you get to choose between either having a male main character or a female main character. But I picked the female main character, but I don't think the the uh, the actual text really changes that much. It's it's still just as pervy as it was the first generation with the male main character. <laughs> so you still got all the all the um, ladies um, be thirsty, uh huh, <laughs> and embarrassing uh, embarrassing scenes and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, and, and basically the game continues to be pretty much like the first half of the game where like the the regular encounters are almost too easy. And then every once in a while you run into a boss encounter that is wildly more difficult than any of the enemies you're fighting in even that exact same dungeon. And you just have to go and spend a bunch of time grinding. And uh, like the problem is, is not that you can you can't really make a lot of uh, progress in terms of like just grinding your character up against enemies for experience. You have to go and unlock. Um, it, it has this abilities grid that's locked by random drops. So you might need five dragon wings to unlock this ability. And so you have to go and find the enemy that does the uh, dragon wing drop and go and kill a bunch of them. So you could actually kind of do grinding that way. And it just, oh, it, it just kind of brings everything to a halt and makes it go really slow. And it just not the greatest design ever. Like, have you ever, have you ever played Rogue, Rogue Galaxy? Uh, a little bit. I never finished it. The way you described it remind kind of reminded me of that. We have to unlock use items to unlock the uh, like the the ability grid. Yeah, I've I've played games that were like that before, but this one has just been particularly bad. About basically, I I'm not picking up enough stuff as I'm playing. Um, as I'm going through the dungeons and then I'll get later on and kind of get stuck on a boss and then realize, Oh yeah, I need to go back like two or three dungeons earlier to, to grind for items that I missed out on the first time. So that's kind of been annoying. That's what I've been doing with mariage. And then, uh, I've been, so, can I oh, ask something? Sure. Looking, yeah. Looking at the, the video that's playing on the stream is the dungeon just like, you follow the line. Oh yeah, yeah. It it, it is the most basic <laughs> lack of graphics. You, you is can this tell Idea this Factory or Compile Heart or both? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's an Idea yes. Factory Compile Heart game. Yeah. Uh, why do they just? Why don't they just make the visual novel they want to make? That's what I don't <laughs> understand with these games. I don't these, know. These are questions that we continue to ask. All right, Chris. I, we continue oh, to ask, yeah. what have you been playing? I played week? stuff this week. Yay! And so, it wasn't Diablo! I, well, God. I played some of that. Um, yeah, but I still played some of that. Yeah, I don't know if I got knocked off, but I definitely played some of that. Um, and then I played a little bit of the Etrian Odyssey Nexus. I'm still liking that. Um, just hasn't been sucking me in because um, I just kind of needed it as a palate cleanser than anything else, I think. Um, and I uh, picked up Minute in the Indies game sale so nintendo did this big roundup that i think we'll get into later about indie games and then they had a sale um and minute was one of those and i remember um uh mac former editor of the site really liking minute and so i uh went ahead and picked that up and it's a cool little game um where you know your lives last for a minute and um it works out a lot better than you think i was like this is gonna be annoying isn't it and it's like no there's a lot of quality of life things to make the minute thing work out um so you find a sword it's cursed and you only have 60 seconds to live once you've once you uh once you have that sword on and then it's all about what puzzles can you solve in 60 seconds starting from your house and as you progress through the game don't worry they give you they do things that are nice for you like give you the ability to you know, if you're down to 20 seconds, you're not going to have enough time to do anything, press B button. You'll just uh, die right then, and you can start a fresh clock. Um, and as you progress through the map, you'll find new houses that can become your new starting point. So 
um, between all that, you're able to to really uh, keep progressing, and it's real cute. Um, it it seems like a game that's really well suited to like portable play, where you can pick it up and play it for a little bit and put it back down, make a little Absolutely. bit of progress each time. Yep. Um, and I don't know if this is on mobile phones. Um, it's on Switch. It's definitely on Switch, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it would work. Uh, but then again, you use con- you use buttons and you aim what you're attacking at, so you would, probably wouldn't want to play it on a phone because, you know, phones the don't work gameplay, or something like that. Go ahead. The gameplay loop sounds a lot like um, Half Minute Hero, if you yep. guys have played that at all. I, I, I think I did. I just don't remember um, how that worked. Yeah, you, you had like 30 seconds to... Oh, yeah, in Half Minute Hero, die. though, you kept doing things to extend the clock or make the clock run slower, right? Yeah. So here, the clock doesn't ever really get stopped. So it's it's more about, yeah, anyway, stuff like that. Anyway, the... So um, I had a question about it, too. Yeah. Other than, than the 60-second thing being, like, the gimmick, is it important to the gameplay in any way? Uh, I don't know. Is there something useful that comes out of the 60-second life? Something useful. Um, I don't know. Yeah, is it is it um hmm, is it incorporated into into the puzzle solving besides giving you a time it's, limit? It's incorporated into the so what the way they incorporated it is that these shortcuts and stuff that open up um, kind of act as gatekeepers. Like you wouldn't have enough time to do things if you didn't have like the little shortcuts and new houses that opened up for you. So they incorporate it that way. Um, but beyond well, that, I mean, like, are you gaining anything by it being every sixty seconds? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean the shortcuts are there to to iron out the 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 disadvantage of only being alive for sixty seconds. So yeah, I guess that's what I mean. Do you well, they mean they straight up gatekeep you though with that. So like until you do that shortcut, you can't complete this other challenge because there's no way you could get there and do what you need to do in the time limit. So there is that. So I don't know. It's it's part of the design of the game. Um, um, and there, there's this one puzzle. No, I don't want to spoil it. You, you can experience that yourself. Um, there's certain puzzles where, like, you know, you need most of your time to pull the puzzle off. So they, they definitely take into account for their puzzle solving. Um, and there are things you have to do just at the edge of your 60 seconds and stuff like that. So I don't know. It, it feels like they, they said, this is our design and we're just going to embrace it and do everything we can that we can think of that's interesting with that limit. Um, but. Would the game have been better without it? I don't know. I think it certainly would be shorter. <laughs> um, womp womp. Shorter so, than 60 seconds? No. Shorter overall. Um, oh, I'm only, you know, partway through. So I kind of need to see more to know whether or not the whole thing was, like, worth it or not. We gave it a special, um, a special award at the Game of the Year Award. What was it again? The The Mac... Oh, all right. Well, I'm sure it had a better name than that, but the Mac Award. Yeah. Yeah, Mac loved this game. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing anything else, Chris? So, uh, you know what I like about it is there's a lot of things you're doing that you're watching that clock and waiting for them to finish and like, oh my God, I'm going to run out of time. 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 And then you don't. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. So they're, they're all about that. Crossing the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> like constant stress? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but in a good way. No wonder, you, no wonder everybody's playing fishing games this week. <laughs> they're stressed out by minute. <laughs> um, and then uh, for some reason that I can't really understand... Um, something happened that reminded me of the witcher 
and I don't, I honestly don't remember what got me thinking about this at this point, but I was like remembering The Witcher, and I was like, I, know, I never finished The Witcher 2, I want to play The Witcher 3, and it's like, that's, that's, that game kept floating on my head as like, because I've been thinking for a couple weeks now, like, what are the games I actually care about playing? Like, forget about what I think I should play for the site, forget about what I think I should finish, and what the game industry tells me I should finish. What are the games that are meaningful to me that I'm like, I really wish I would play that? And The Witcher kept floating up in my head, or specifically The Witcher 3. And it's like, oh yeah, and I should play The Witcher 2. and like, play the whole story, because I like The Witcher 1 a lot. So I reinstalled, so one night, this is how it works for me, one night I download the GOG launcher, the next night I start downloading The Witcher 2, the next night I start going through all the bonus materials associated with The Witcher 2 to kind of get myself psyched up and reading a plot summary of The Witcher 1 to remind myself, and then so finally, um, Thursday night, I started playing The Witcher 2. Um, I started playing this at, shortly after playing The Witcher 1, and I know because I have cloud saves, um, GOG apparently had cloud saves and I could see the date was tr May 27th, 2015 so four years ago I played The Witcher 1 which is a lot longer than I thought it was <laughs> I didn't realize I'd forgotten, uh, you know, fell out of like oh, I'm going to get back to that yeah, four years later apparently um, <laughs> so I started playing The Witcher 2 again I started from the beginning and this time I didn't install any crazy uh, full combat reimagining mods or anything like that. I did a bunch of research and saw people were pretty split on that. And I'm realizing, you know, I think adding all those mods to make the combat weird or different and harder might be ruining my envision of the game, might be why I didn't take it up so much. And uh, it turns out that was totally right. So just playing the base game unmodded, it feels like a different game than I remember from four years ago. And I guess that means they changed a lot with that. Um, maybe they added some bugs. Maybe they added some lack of polish. But playing it this way feels like, oh, this is totally, like, um, really cool. And I can see what they're going for. And I understand why this game's so highly rated. And, it, like, it just feels good. And it feels different. And um, you can tell The Witcher 2 is kind of, like, um, on their progression path from old-school PC RPG, like Witcher 1. The Witcher 2 is way more like, well, we're kind of also doing action game, but also still kind of feeling like old-school PC RPG, but not really. And then I guess the you know the Witcher 3 keeps going way more towards action, but still being an RPG. So you just kind of feel the shift in, in focus, and um, yeah, it feels good, and lots of story, and good voice acting, and um, been very happy with what I've played so far. Um, the, the couple things I needed to do for quality of life, though, for me, because I'm one of these weird completionist type persons who can't just play the game and enjoy it as is. I got to I got to mess with things. So I did take the advice of many forum people on the GOG forums and I put on the mod that uh, gets rid of item weight so I can collect all the things and just have my satchels full of all the garbage I want. Um, and that seems to have been a really good idea because I'm finding so many mushrooms and stuff like that and there's things to craft and so you want to have all that stuff. Um, it's it's more enjoyable, I think, to be able to play around with all that stuff. What's up? Why are you looking at me? What are you doing that's making that noise? Oh, playing with my wallet. Sorry. Oh. All right. I didn't know you. <laughs> he just stood up in a way like, uh-oh, we're stopping the podcast. <laughs> I was afraid there had been another spill. Yeah, me too. Gonna, it <laughs> like sounded a, like you aggroed your wife. I did, apparently. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, The Witcher. Um, no, I don't remember anymore. Should, should we go to the news? No. I want to talk about The Witcher too. 
I like The Witcher 2. The Witcher 2. Uh, hey, I put that mod on and then I did bust out Cheat Engine and gave myself a bunch of money because I just think that's fun. So now I'm buying all the stuff from the shopkeepers and I really am collecting all the things and I love it. Um, it's part of that same uh, mental defect I have that makes me want to read all the emails in a game like Deus Ex. I just need all the, I need a thing to obsess over. So that's my thing to obsess over in this game. Um, and I'm running around doing quests, and it's fun, and it's good, and 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 I like the simpler, like not modded up combat. And I just click the bu- the left mouse button a bunch, and the Witcher spins around in a circle and slices enemies up, and then. I fight a hard opponent and that doesn't work and I die and I have to reload my save and I have to be like, oh, I forgot to save before this fight. Oh, I got to go collect all those items again. Okay. Um, and I do it. And I don't know. I haven't figured out if I need to turn it down to easy or not, but that's The Witcher 2. If you have suggestions on how I can enjoy that game more, uh, let me know and uh, and I'll see if I can incorporate them into my playthrough. And with that, Anna, I'm good. Okay. I broke... Wait, I, was gonna, I broke down and bought a um, a PC this week, Ooh. or like a nice, a good one because I have a horrible one, and um, and yes, I did buy it off the shelf. <gasps> and I know, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, and the guy kept asking me like, well, you know, what do you need it for? Uh, so, so that I guess he could help me find the right one. And the one thing I kept saying immediately, oh, uh, play The Witcher and The Witcher Two. Not The Witcher 3. I have that on PlayStation. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you could get those. Well, you could get The Witcher 2 on other consoles. But All right. But I'm one of those weird you... people that likes to play them in order. Like, I played, like, three or four hours of The Witcher 3, and then I decided before I get, like, super hooked into this, I'm just going to stop myself now because I really want to play 1 and 2 before I play 3. And that, I, that's my problem because I want to play one and two before three, but then I, then that becomes like a two hundred plus hour commitment, and that seems really daunting. Well, and I don't think buy, it's quite that long. PC. All right, so a couple between things. the three of them. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's let's break this down a little. Um, I can't speak as an expert on three yet because I haven't played through it. You can skip one and go to two. There's a little bit of plot summary you need to hear, um, but it's not much, and it's a very different feeling game. Yes, Witcher 1's a good game, but you don't have to play it to play Witcher 2, and I figure it's the same thing with Witcher 3. However, um, what you could do, Pascal, to save yourself a little bit of... uh, You already bought the PC, so it doesn't matter, but (laughs) Witcher 1's on PC. I I don't think it's on anything else. I don't remember. Um, is it on consoles? Um, I don't think no, so. No, that's okay. the thing. <laughs> yeah, so Witcher 1, you got to play that on your PC. Witcher 2, you could play on consoles pretty easily. That's that's part of Xbox Game Pass and stuff like that. So if you have an Xbox, you could do that. If you don't, then, yeah, I guess you're screwed. But um, So that's more options for you if you just want to jump into 2. Um, but since you don't and you got the thing, enjoy the uh, cool storyline in Witcher 1 because I like that. Yeah, I booted up Witcher one over the Christmas break just because it was on oh, all three of them were on sale for Steam for like 20 bucks and I kind of forgot that that's like a 10 year old game at this point now it's like wow like Geralt looks very different in this yeah game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when did the Witcher 2 come out that might be a 10 year old game at this point yeah I bet it is <laughs> gotta be close and then there's the and they all have yeah 2011 for Witcher 2 um <sighs> And then there's the enhanced edition, which I don't I forget when that came out. Um, yeah, cool. You old. Yeah, time keeps going forward. So what? Still, still the case. What? Sorry, 
what? Yep. If you're out, yeah. If you're out, if you've been released into this world, <laughs> if your release date has passed, you are getting older. And when, time. When does my DLC come out? When's uh, my expansion pack? Uh, DLC is every meal, actually. So, what are you downloading <laughs> oh. into yourself? Um, your expansion no, you... pack um, is your kids. So, <laughs> you want to know what's old? Um, there was a game I didn't talk about, but that's okay. Um, it's called from beyond that i uh, played like a week or two ago and it's um it's a modern game um but made in the style and emulating mac venture for anybody that remembers so that. it's not this 1986 movie was i don't i'm not even familiar with that movie. yeah it's called from Be- I, it's what came up when i searched for from beyond from beyond prologue okay yeah it is that's the game right? oh all right um oh it's like shadow it up, it's like shadow um right gate yeah and those games are over 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Now we're old. Look at this. Wow. Is it any good? Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, you know what? It was good if you like Mac Venture. I mean, boy, you really have to prepare yourself. Like anybody who wasn't around when they came out, if you're just used to like modern gaming i don't know if you could do this to yourself oh, so they're not they're not putting like a modern spin on it it is that... there is nothing about it that <laughs> is a spin of anything it's a okay. spin of it's a mac venture game made now oh with a horror setting so not for yeah it's kind of like a lovecraft um oh vibe. maybe for anna then all right it is just a prologue so it's not gonna deliver like so wait a for satisfying more story. come out maybe maybe one day there will it was that. um it was cool um it was fun to spend a couple hours with like real old school um like graphics and interface and <laughs> puzzles the yeah. music though oh it, it uses like the the um the midi sound chip yes music is not that is the one thing that has not um <laughs> Not a fan it, of that, it's huh? It's almost impossible <laughs> to get you back into that. <laughs> no. I remember when I used to collect classic rock middies just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, this one's... The music's pretty painful. That would be the one thing I would stay away from. But yeah, I didn't want to um, bring a whole new game up. I was just, you know, since we're all old, I wanted to add to that. Because <laughs> I remember playing Uninvited back way way back when over 30 years ago okay yeah i don't know that game so oh that's one of the back ventures on my apple oh i wonder if i have that in my mame downloads i could look for that (laughs) i played logo screw that turtle (laughs) (laughs) i played root beer tapper okay I, do you know Tapper? I have the original MAME stuff for Tapper. It's a Budweiser licensed game. <laughs> it's what? Budweiser's Tapper. It's like, oh my gosh. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I played the children's version. Okay. Root Beer Tapper. Yeah. No, I have that too. Um, okay. But it's listed as a clone. It's like, that means the original was Budweiser. What in the world? <laughs> Today I Back learned. in that era. Root Beer sounds when there was much like, better. Do you remember the Seven Up game on NES? Oh, yeah, cool spot. spot. Yeah, that was like one of the only SNES games my friend in uh, middle school used to have. And whenever we, I would sleep over at her house. That's pretty much the only thing we would play. Yeah, but you know what? (laughs) 
cool spot can never trump Pepsi Man. Or the, oh. the Burger King. That oh, those King games? King. <laughs> <laughs> those Xbox games. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. Are we time? Are we ready for the news? Check it out, Anna Budweiser. Hang on, is it on the stream? Oh yeah. my gosh, it is Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh shoot, I gotta catch this uh, mug before it falls over. There we go. Can have another drink. Does it have a Budweiser logo on the mug too? Um, it looks like it. Either that, or oh. the mug has an angry face. I'm not really sure. Okay. Did you just get tipped? All I heard was ching, ching, ching. I did. Cool. All right, let's close that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm reminded of the scene in Wreck-It Ralph where they were at Tappers. Oh, nice. wreck it. All right. Yeah, Tapper root beer. Nice. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Suntory? Yeah. Yeah. It's another clone. It, arcade clones, uh, it's a whole thing. <laughs> we don't have time. Overall, <laughs> working. All right. Beep. Beep, 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 Woohoo. All right. Um, Dauntless is getting an update. Um, so they're, the co-op, RP, co-op action RPG, Dauntless, um, is getting a brand new behemoth called Boreas. What? The Boreas has the ability to summon swarms of airborne allies to make the lives of all the slayers who decide to take him on just much more difficult. So um, Hunt Pass um, Season 3 is coming. It's called Overgrowth. It runs March 13th to April 16th, so we're already halfway through it. Um, And that um, season introduces Fire Slayers, which is a new faction. So um, Dauntless is currently in open beta. And um, it plans to have a full release on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Epic Game Store in summer 2019. All um, release versions of the game will feature crossplay, friends list, matchmaking, and a chat system. Um, they also All plan consoles. I think. Huh? I think for. I'm unclear if it's all released versions, including the PC, or if it's just the consoles that will have crossplay. Um, I think all of them, because they were making a big deal out of the fact that the PlayStation version would have crossplay. Well, keep in mind, only few games have gotten approved for PS4 slash Xbox crossplay. They seem to think this one is going to. Um, the game is also tentatively planned for Nintendo Switch and iOS, though there's no release dates for either of those platforms. Um, if you've been waiting to play My Time at Porsche on a console, good news. Um, it will be launching on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, um, both physical and digital, starting April 16th. Um, if you pre-order the game digitally, you will get a housewarming gift set that includes um, an outfit, a statue, and a clock, and some in-game currency. I'm just, I can't find any evidence that they've paid their voice actors. So, well, um, Oh, this is the thing that yeah. they were accused of not paying their voice actors? Yeah, multiple times. Yeah. Which Ooh. game was this again? My Time at Portia. My Time at Portia, okay. 
So, and if you're interested in checking out more information about it, we do have a review that we put out um, January 2019 by Alex Fuller. This was the one that was really lengthy, wasn't it? Yeah, he was like, if it had been like 75% of the length that it was, it would have been fine. But it overstays its welcome, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, hey, Yakuza 5 um, PlayStation 4 version is Woo. coming to Japan on June 20th, 2019. They don't have to censor anybody out of the game for having drug charges? Um, they already Not did that one. for Yakuza 4. All right. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, that was Yakuza 4. Yeah, they that's... take out the uh, the Chinese cop in Yakuza that's, 4. I thought that's that it was up. the new Judgment game. Oh, that yeah, they, that, to do it out of. they that also too. did it for that. Wait, so when did they do this in Yakuza 4? Way before? Um, or? Wait, like during the, the PS3 the PS4 era? Version. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, they did it for the PS4 oh, for version. That's why sake. they didn't release the uh, PS3 version of Yakuza 4 for ages. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. The uh, Yakuza 5, getting back to that, was originally released on PS3 in 2013. Western released 2015. Um, when are we getting the remake? No. So these aren't remakes. They're when are up, we getting the up, up, they're, up they're res? Up reses. Yeah. Um, no announcement has been made for Yakuza 3, 4, or 5 remasters, even though the developers clearly said the reason that these games are getting remasters it's is because the of yeah. the Western yeah. audience. Yeah. So uh, exactly. this is probably going to be an E3 announcement. All right. Probably. And um, then it'll just be a question of whether they release them individually or pack a, them together. As a set. Yep. Um, Sega also confirmed that there is a new entry in the Yakuza series in development for PS4. Um, they have confirmed that the main character is not Kiryu. It's Ichiban Kasuga. What? Um, he is the main character from Yakuza Online. Hmm. The cell phone game they did last year in Japan only. So um, he's a former member of the Aragawa family who is a subsidiary of the Toho clan. Do you play as him in one of the Yakuza games at all? Yakuza Online. No, I meant like in Yakuza like 4 and 5 or 3 or no, whatever. No, no. He, play he as like he's from Yakuza Online. Games. Okay. They, they did the, when they announced it, they did this big commercial with like almost like Kiryu passing the torch to uh, this character when they announced the uh, Yakuza Online game, whenever oh, that was, 2018. Right. Um, this guy looks like they combined Kiryu and Majima in a blender and they got this guy. <laughs> so, pretty much. Right. Oh, well, and and much like Kiryu, <laughs> he spent some time in jail um, for a crime committed by another member of the family. Sure. Um, so here's the interesting thing is, is um, this game will also have a female main character. Who they haven't gotten a voice actress yet, so yep. I bet they haven't designed the character yet. Right, because <laughs> it'll be designed after the person that they choose. Uh-huh. So, yep. Uh, okay. Here's the crazy part, is if you win the role, you get a million yen. So that's like $10? $10, 10000 10000 all right. Um, also this week in terms of Sega news, and that's your salary, by the way, you're doing it for the exposure, Anna. <laughs> you know, I don't want to put female voice actor and exposure in the same sentence. Oh, oh, good call. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Don't put those in the same sentence. Got it. Sorry. All right. Um, so we, we talked about it, um, last podcast, but, um, judge, judge eyes, um, the sales completely stopped in Japan, um, all the marketing was removed for it because um, one of the actors in it um, was charged with cocaine, having some cocaine. They did a blood test. It was like coked out. 
Um, and so the problem was... That's actually is, the scale. It's like coked out and boring. You know, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, like, on a scale from one to Chris Farley, how ah. coked out are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the problem was, is we really didn't know what was going on with the Western release, um, whether the models would be changed, whether that would delay the game, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Sega officially put out an announcement this week, and it was hilarious because it was like the most stilted tweet I have ever seen. Um, Sega America Twitter. I want to read it because it's so awkward. Really? Oh, Why would it be so yeah. bad? Don't they have a local company that can do this? They do. So hang on. Due to unforeseen circumstances, Mm -hmm. the character model and Japanese voice for the character of Kyohei Hamura will be adjusted for the Western release of Judgment launching June 25th, 2019. Okay. Screenshots and trailers featuring Hamura have been temporarily removed from all of Sega's official channels. Updated versions of these materials will be made available at a later date. That was a statement written by a lawyer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That... (laughs) That that was handed to the social media team, and they were like, we don't want to post this. And they were like, do it anyways. This is what you're allowed to say. These these are the acceptable legal words. Go post it. it at least it's good news that it's not getting delayed. Yeah, I so was it's, kind of expecting it to get delayed yeah, so in the fall. So no release date change. Um, just I hope a they have like I hope they have like the worst voice actor ever, and it like doesn't fit the character at all, and it's just very obvious. It's like, <laughs> like, well, it's like whenever you get to Kyohei, you know, it's like Poochie. I'm gonna <laughs> say like when you see a TV edit of an R-rated movie, and it's clearly not the same person doing the voiceover yeah. for all the bad language. <laughs> that would make it better, you know. Yes. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, he's not busy. Have you ever There's seen... There's no stress. There's no um, controversy. I like what he's going to do. Have, have you seen <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance? The TV edit of Die yes, Hard with a Vengeance? I love it. I hate everyone. Which one is that? Um, the that's the one, one with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's oh, no, my I've favorite one. I've seen the one. TV version of the second one before, though. Yeah, so, I mean, the the whole... Are you familiar with the, the storyline of Die Hard with a Vengeance? Oh yeah, you're talking about the 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 the, the board that he yeah, has the to... sa- he, so he has to go down to Harlem um in a storyboard yeah, yeah. that says I hate N um and yeah, it gets <laughs> Do you like that one, Anna? Uh Chris Yippee found Kaye, a, um, Mr. Falk. Yeah, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Mr. Falcon. It's from Die Hard 2. Yeah, and so they change the sandwich board, they take out the N slur and they put everybody so uh-huh. he's, he's walking around Harlem in a board that says "I hate everybody." I know we're on, well, I know we're on Die Hard three, but I just wanted to say, as a kid, the TV edit was the first version of Die Hard two I actually saw. Mm. So I, I, I don't know how many times, like, I asked myself, um, "What does that like? Did I miss something in the movie? <laughs> Why is he Mr. Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean?" Oh, and this was also. Um, I was just. I must have just like within like a year or two prior to that moved to the States and like learned English as a second language. <laughs> so I thought this was like an official expression for something. <laughs> <laughs> this that one line just like threw up so many questions in my childhood. I can't Pascal, even <laughs> you and I should have a conversation sometime about <laughs> things that we perceived before we lived in the US uh, as true or untrue. Mm. Because let me tell you, that would be a good conversation. 
<laughs> All right, let's get back to the news. Uh, Marchin Forest is heading to the PlayStation 4 and Switch. Um, this is an adventure RPG, Marchin Forest, Mil- Milne, and the Forest Gift, um, which was previously released on the PC last year. Um, the console version is being published by Unties, who is publishing a whole ton of stuff. They came out of nowhere. It was like, all the games! Um, so, uh, Marching Forest stars, uh, Milne, um, whose name I'm repeatedly tripping over, um, a young girl who lives in a magic apothecary. How about an apothecary? Um, and the idea is, is, uh, the game is all like mini game based. Well, um, Märchen is the German word for fairy tale. So it's fairy tale forest. Oh, Okay. Which I don't understand why they didn't translate that. That would be the more confusing word to leave in, I think. <laughs> okay. Because it looks more marketable, maybe. Like that word stands out on a shelf or on a digital storefront. I don't know. Who's yeah, doing the this? Is, Sorry, is I, didn't, I didn't pay attention. Unties. Unties. Oh. Yeah, remember when we went to PAX and they were like, here's our 8 billion games that we've just Yeah, there were too many. I don't remember. So. Um, the, the big one was uh, the photography game. Yes. Still isn't out. Nope. Not even close from what I can tell. Yeah. So, Strange Cavern. Is this, is this a mystery dungeon game? Um, n- no. But it has food, so it's got it's, survival. It's more atelier uh, than Atelier dungeon. with resource management? Uh, All right. So, the, the sort of premise behind this game... Is that you play it once and then you play it again, and the second time you play, you get an act two. Okay. And that's the trailer that you're showing right now. Oh, is it? All right. Yep. Hey, Disgaea RPG is available now in As Japan opposed on to iOS and Disgaea, Android. Disgaea, not the RPG. Yeah, no. This is this is actually the name of the game. It's called Disgaea oh, it's a new RPG. Game? Yes. Oh. Yes. How's this one? So. Um, oh, but it's a mobile game. You said. Yeah. 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 So Forward Works is the company that like ports console franchises to mobile devices is this a gotcha game i don't know it's free to play so probably but you're yeah, trying I to become so. like the best the ultimate overlord so you get the s rank female laharl and stuff like that uh, yeah um so yeah it is a command-based combat system, uh-huh. and it has um, kind of all of the disguise staples, like being able to stack your characters and do tower attacks, um, passing laws in the Dark Assembly, and diving into the item world. So this has not been announced for a Western release, and I highly doubt it will There's be. a lot of printies in these chairs. Um, Pretties, dude! So we've got a multiple characters from all the Disgaeas. Yep. Uh-huh. That's one, two, three, four, five. Characters from one and three. No. All right. And okay. We've got uh, the rock star guy. Blah, 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 blah. Isn't blah. he the super boss? Uh, no, no. 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 That, that's Bale. Oh, my bad. The rock star oh. guy is, um, I forget his name. Axel. Yeah, Axel. Right. Thank you. Hold on. No, we're not done with this. I'm getting to the end of this trailer. I'm going to tell you whether or not this is a gotcha game. Okay. Maybe I'll skip some of the, yeah. Can we get to the, come on. Do we have any gameplay whatsoever? No. No. Do we have anything to indicate anything about this game? Nope. Other than all the characters are in it, so it has to be a gotcha game. Well, Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I would imagine so. All right. So don't expect... I don't know. 
Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Nipponichi gotcha game. Um, all right. All right. So there was a Nindies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the Zelda <laughs> dancer. <laughs> yeah. Best so trailer. yeah, coming out of nowhere, it was like all sorts of cool stuff. And at the end of the, oh yeah, one last thing. And it's like, do, 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 do. It's like that beat, beat, boom, boom, boom rhythm of Crypt of the Necrodancer. And, the and then shopkeeper. And then all of a sudden some and then it monsters goes, are like, that looks kind of familiar. That tree stump looks kind of like Zelda. And, and then <laughs> there's um the, the guy in the armor. Yeah. And then it goes, do, 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 do. And you're like, oh my God. It's a Zelda game. All right. All right, so this is Cadence of Hyrule. And you can play as Link and Zelda. Crypt and Zelda fights in this game. Yay! Featuring the Legend of Zelda. <sighs> and so you can play as Link or Zelda. Or, I'm just, I'm just um, really... I'm just really happy that you get to play as Zelda's girlfriend, Link, in this game. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk away now. You, you're making so many people... Well, to turn off the podcast right now. So yeah, that was amazing. I just kind of sat at at my desk and like screamed because I'm really excited for this. But dear lord, I'm so bad at Crypt of the Necrodancer. Maybe it'll have an easy mode. That'd be cool. I'd imagine so if they're uh, bringing the Zelda fans into it, you know, make it a little bit more accessible. I've never played the games before though i've heard that they're really good yep so um cadence of hyrule is a rhythm bay has the same rhythm bay oh my god i cannot word today cadence of hyrule has the same rhythm based gameplay the crypta the necrodancer has you control link princess zelda or a third um crypt specific character through randomly generated overworld and dungeon maps as you attempt to save Hyrule. It has 25 remixed tracks from The Legend of Zelda and will release this spring on Switch. It's so cool that Nintendo is doing this kind of stuff with smaller devs I mean, and publishers. They, they've been saying for a couple of years now in their annual reports that they want to find new ways to um monetize their core um like fact not factions um ip yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um and so it sounds like all of that is coming to fruition this year yeah now not rpg related are you interested in cuphead um no it's too hard for me uh i am yeah they also announced cuphead for switch I've been waiting for something other than the Xbox One. Is what the, was it the one that it was on? Or the, yeah, because yeah. it was it Ugh. was funded by Microsoft. So and it, was it was just a matter of time. One day it would come. Well, that was exciting to me. I I was surprised because it, it to me the most shocking thing out of that entire presentation was thank you to our friends at Microsoft, and I was just like what. Like, Microsoft is heavily invested in that game. So to see it go onto a non-Microsoft console, like, mind-blowing to me. Microsoft seems to be making a lot of moves, you know, beyond the Xbox right now. They at least seem to be following through on their idea that they're more of a platform company than, you know. Yeah, they they seem to really want to kind of fill that niche as, like, um, Xbox as a service as opposed to 
exclusively a console platform. And I think that's a neat idea because I think that's the way that they break into territories that have traditionally not been receptive to Xbox. Japan. I I don't mind that. More places to play games is good for the industry as a whole. Yep. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this partnership flourishes. And we also got another kind of surprise announcement. Um, Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden is coming to Nintendo Switch. So if you feel like How playing, is Chris? Uh, not. <laughs> um, so if you want to play a crushingly difficult game starting June twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, with um, bundled with the expansion DLC, um, oh, no. you can play Mutant Year Zero. No, I don't want to play Mutant Year Zero. Pascal asked, "Well, you were gone if you were excited for it." And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Cuphead is crushingly difficult. Hey, did you talk about how Cuphead has something really interesting going on and, like, they're bringing over components of Xbox Live with it? They're not bringing over components of Xbox Live with it. They are moving... Yes, they are. They said this at GDC, that that's one of the things that team is working on. They're bringing on Xbox Live over to the Switch. Yeah, but nothing's been officially announced, and they kind of rolled back that comment after GDC. In other words, yesterday. What? What did they say yesterday? That we have no further announcements to make regarding any services or games on Nintendo Switch. Oh, for goodness sake. So, this... I hate this industry sometimes. (laughs) This came out of, like, nowhere. Paradox Interactive announced Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. All right. Um, So, this is scheduled to uh, come out in 2020 on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Bloodlines 2 puts you in the role of a newly awakened vampire inside of White Wolf's World of Darkness. This is a pen and paper RPG setting. Um, the, the game is being developed by Hardsuit Labs, which is apparently where most of the people that made Vampire the Masquerade's Bloodline 1 ran away to. I really wonder how many people are still there from that game. Hard to say. Yeah. All right, you are have been birthed as part of a vampire insurrection, and your um, existence. Uh, vampire insurrection sounds like the title of another game. Yikes! No. All right. Yeah. Um, the fact that you and others have been born has ignited a war in Seattle. To survive the coming conflict, you will need to join one of the vampire clans and attempt to navigate the landscape of complex vampire politics and power struggles. Grow in strength, power, and influence as you progress. And drink um, blood out of a red solo cup. No. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's but, in the trailer. But it is very important <laughs> that you never break the masquerade. I, what is the masquerade? So there is a, a a pact of secrecy amongst all of the supernatural This seems creatures not secret whatsoever. Inside of the world of darkness. Okay. Uh, what's the world of darkness? The... Uh, the World of Darkness is the pen and paper RPG setting that White Wolf owns. Okay. It has vampires, werewolves, and uh, magic casters. And, but they sell them all as separate RPG properties? Yes. That's weird. Why not have like the big unified, grand it is unified? unified. It's you, some sort of, World of Darkness. Some sort of grand unified role playing system, for well, example. Yeah, um, that would be the World of Darkness. And it's a joke. There's oh, groups. Okay. That's a setting. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so World of Darkness is their setting, but you need all the books separate. Okay, maybe they can interact. I'm. You said earlier before the show that this is some sort of a reboot on their setting. 
kind of? Well, World of Darkness is the reboot. Okay. But and this is a sequel. it's been around for like over a decade. Decade. This is a sequel to Bloodlines, <laughs> yeah. which so probably predated Bloodli- that Yeah, Bloodlines reboot. was part of the original mythos, and um, Bloodlines 2 is part of the World of Darkness. Don't ask. I'm it's just, just so confused. It's so okay, Chris. It's is, is it a sequel, okay. or is it yes. just like we're using that name because you remember it? Also, you were yes. telling me Bloodlines wasn't even a good game. It's one of those games that it it circles around from being bad to being good. Oh, I'm so confused. Yeah. So are the other fantasy races in this game, or is it only Probably. vampires? I mean, you play a vampire. But I mean, in Bloodlines 1, there were the other magical beings in the game. So you meant like werewolves and stuff. I, okay, in the chat line now, there's... There's Onyx Path, which handles the revamped game lines and the 20th anniversary editions of the World of Dark... Oh, my gosh. There's revamped lines and 20th anniversary lines. I don't... This is too confusing. I need somebody to send me a chart. I need a chart. It's really not that confusing, Chris. Oh, all right. Please explain. You have your supernatural creatures, and they're all under this one setting. Okay. They just have separate boats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then what was the revamped game lines versus the 20th anniversary edition game lines? That's pen and paper stuff. Okay. Well, which one is this under? World of Darkness. Which is which of those? Um, the revamped or the 20th? <laughs> Cheese? All right. The game will be $60 at launch. Or you can get the Blood Moon edition, which includes the Season of the Wolf. Um, and that will be nice. Uh, there were no wolves in this one. I, I told you that there's probably werewolves. There was werewolves in the first one. Okay, I want to know why there's a stop sign item in this game. Can you explain this to me? Why is there a stop sign item? Be- That's part because, of the collector edition. Because in the first game, when you played as the Malkavians that were the crazy clan of vampires, you could actually have a conversation with the stop sign. And you walked up to it and you said, no, you stop. so now you got a stop sign item and all right so do you get to choose we don't know anything about this game actually we don't know if you get to choose what type of vampire you are or not but i'm sure you do that was like the tenant of bloodlines oh was it Mm -hmm. you wake up and you decide which vampire clan bit you because that's generally the one you go into ah because like there, there's the gangrel, which is the um, nature people. They're they're the... very like voodoo. Oh, game child in this Gemini child in the um, chat says you're a thin blood, whatever that is. Oh, interesting. I don't know what that means. Clanless. Oh, okay. I'm so so good. All right, fine. I just fine. Whatever. I give up. Does your clan affect your look? Yes. Yeah. Because one work? of them is really ugly and it yeah. affects your charisma. And mm. there's one clan that will only bite you if you're very, very pretty. I'm being told I need to read, really need to play the first Bloodlines. You should. It's been patched. But it's bad. Why it's would been, I play it? It's been patched thoroughly enough that it doesn't crash anymore. Oh, goodness. All right. So we, we ready to move on? Yeah. All right. Vampires. Pine. Pine is coming to Switch. What? Pine. What's Pine? Pine is an open world uh, adventure RPG where you play as Hugh, who lives on the island of Albamir and is a member of the last remaining tribe of humans on the island. Okay. 
other species have evolved and formed their own tribes, and you compete with each other um, for the island's land and food. All right. You missed the, the chance to do a segue from vampires to like a wooden stake made out of pine wood, or I was waiting for something. Insert Chris Pine pun here. He could be a sparkly vampire. Um, Pine was previously announced for PC, Mac, and Linux, and that will also be Nintendo Switch. Uh, August 2019. All right. Um, Wizard. Wait, it's got, it's got um, Torin in it. Yeah. It, I told you that there are other tribes. Oh, right, right, right. Just not okay. humans. Just not humans? Okay. And there's humanoids, All and right. they're like animal. They're, it's a furry game, okay? Is it? Mm, watch the trailer. Okay. I don't know what's going on. There's fox people and Torin and one human who really needs to find a lady. Hugh. Hugh, men. Hugh the man. <laughs> Hugh the man. The man. <laughs> All right. Oh, and lizards. There's we're... lizard or alligator things. Uh, are we going to... Let, I'm let's... sorry. I just can't... St- this stupid trailer has like these baboon butt horses and it freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> like i do not want to look at that for 20 hours <laughs> Can, well you that's fine you're right. a human that's right. who you play all right good. wizard of legend i'm waiting to i want to see where these torn are i just keep seeing these moose people that's, well, that's they have, torn. they've that uh, expanded well now they have moose torn okay <laughs> war, the war warcraft added moose torn yep. yes yes i know i know that's and it is a thing that if you spend a bazillion hours unlocking you can make your own moose torn it's not hard to unlock it at all for um, High Mountain Tribe. What's, what's for High Mountain? What's the battle cry for High Mountain? Do you remember? Moo? Okay, never mind. <laughs> you obviously <laughs> don't. All right. <sighs> Wizard of Legend, Anna? Yes. What's that? Uh, Wizard of Legend is an action roguelike game that released last year on PC, Mac, Linux, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Um, every year, the Council of Magic holds a contest for its strongest members called the Chaos Trials. And those who emerge victorious go down in legend. Um, and there's an update coming. One Version 1.1 is the Sky Palace update. And it's available now. Um, it's a free update that adds multiple new features, including the Sky Palace stage, the titular Sky Palace, Palace stage, <laughs> new members of the Magic Council, new skills, new relics. There's a new lot outfits, going on new enemies, in this trailer. New endless mode. So many damage numbers. I don't even, I can't follow this. This person's very good, or you have a lot of health. I'm not sure which. Yeah, I was. They're very good. All right. Hey, that that was my reaction too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you played this, haven't you, Pascal? Um, no, no. Okay. But I was just thinking, like, this trailer is not indicative of what my playing would look like. <laughs> 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 All right. That was so, Wizard of Legend. Yeah. So it's hard, um, but if you're interested in it, go check out um, Sky Palace update available now. Okay. Um. All right. Um, Obsidian Entertainment's The Outer World, a first-person sci-fi RPG being directed by Tim Kaine and Leonard Boyarsky. Oh, this or... is the one that looks like Fallout New Vegas, yeah, but it's yeah, on yeah. space. So yeah. those are the guys yeah. that made In Fallout. Space. Yeah. In space. Um, you find themselves involved in a conspiracy that may destroy the colony. Players will deal with various factions, make choice that affects the outcome of the story. No, everybody li- disliked that. 
So this is coming to the Epic Game Store. That's the yes. news. Which so, is weird since Obsidian is owned by Microsoft now. Well, yeah, so it will come to, to the, the Windows, Windows store. store. Yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. So it's coming to the Windows Store and the oh, Epic Game Store. Okay, those two stores. All but other no Steam. digital PC yeah. stores will receive the game 12 months 12 months later, later so it's not exclusive. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah that's the whole thing with Epic, because if you're going to be exclusive to Epic, they get it for the first 12 months. That's fine. And so that's... All right, cool. Um that's um, really it. The Outer Worlds. If you're like, right. Ugh, screw Epic Game Store, you can still get it on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One when oh, it okay. releases in 2019. Hmm. I, I like that no one even mentions buying it from the Windows Store. I, I mentioned it. <laughs> but that's not an option. I mentioned it. We discussed You mentioned it, it but no one, did, no one online So the reason that. you might met, do that is because it's possible some games you get it on both that and Xbox, but not yeah. always. So you have to check to see if it counts or not. So uh, whatever. Dumb question. Do people not like the Epic Game Store for some reason? Uh, it's not Steam. Because people are weird. Oh, okay. We, we can't have it's, new things. It, there was there was actually some legitimate complaints about it when it came out, and it's just they have a um, lot of catch-up to do. But... They've had a security breach. Actually, I think they had Already? two. Jeez. Ooh. Those weren't the complaints I was talking about, but all right. That's another issue, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so people are like, I don't want to save my credit card to you, and I feel like you're stealing games from other platforms. Uh, but it's like... Exclus- competition, in generally... Competition assuming- is good. Exclusivity comes with issues. Yeah, and who knows? I mean, stuff needs to shake out. So I, I think it's too early to condemn this as like the worst thing ever or anything. But um, I do know that there was some actual functionality and things just weren't there yet from, yeah, a, and I mean, from a creator and a consumer standpoint. From a consumer and I think standpoint, up, the Epic Game we'll Store see. doesn't have all of the cool things that it has taken like 15 years for the for Steam, Steam to develop. Steam to work out, yeah. I, it's not exactly like Steam is perfect in all no. aspects either. Uh, no. See, uh, How every many time... times has my developer account been suspended, Chris? I don't know. I think you gave up on unsuspending it. So. No, I finally put $5 on it so they would oh, stop good. suspending it. All right, good. <laughs> You played their paid their blood money. My problem with Steam is I open it up, and it's like this thing looks like it's from two thousand and three. Oh wait, it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it hasn't changed. And then I and then oh my gosh, you you really want to feel pain? Open Steam up on the Mac. Oh, ooh, it's just the worst. <sighs> anyway. Epic Games is giving me free games, so, you know, yay. There, I just got a free copy of Oxenfree. Now I own it on, like, three different stores. And we have it on Switch. Maybe I'll actually play it someday. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Spike Chunsoft. Oh, Bloodlines 2, is that exclusive to Epic Games? or No, no it's just on there. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Spike Chunsoft. Um, announced uh, Furyu's Crystar. Furyu. is coming to North America and Europe. So this game will release for PS4 and PC August 27, 2019. All right. Um, standard edition of the game includes a summer collection costume DLC um, and, and physical day one editions will have um, a mini art book. I, I don't remember what this one's about. Collection. There's a girl, there's skeletons. What is this game? Yeah, this is the one where you're in limbo, but you're All working right. for the devil. Okay. To do what? Get out I, of limbo. All right, cool. Got <laughs> what does it. it all mean? What does it all mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to be loved more. I hate yeah. everything. So hate the idea like, is, is you're um, Ray Hatata. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's an action game. Yeah. You slice things. Yeah. And you have wings. No, that person has wings. I don't yeah, know what you have. Some of you have wings. All right. So the idea is. Well, you get a puppy. You get a puppy. Look at this puppy. Or is that before you die, maybe? Do you see this puppy? Yeah. 
So you're Rehatata. You um, murdered your kiss your sister. Oh, what did you do that for? Good question. Okay. Um, and then yeah, you got. Well, now you into have wings. Now you don't have wings. I don't know what's going on. For those big in monsters, chat asking if you can a pet large the dog, sword. there's a Twitter account called "Can I Pet the Dog?" You should follow that. Oh, let's find out. Twitter.com slash can I pet the dog? All right. Well, Chris, it's they recently that. said that yep. in Okami, you act, people actually get to pet you. That's true. Which is adorable. I don't know. Can you pet the dog? Not can I. Can you pet the dog? Sorry, my um, bad. You can pet the dog in Darby and her Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. Oh, I worked on that game. Oh, did you? You can pet the dog at find the uh, at pet the pup at the party. Oh, of course you can. You cannot pet the dog. You cannot pet the dog in Louise's Mansion, Dark Moon. Okay. You can pet the dog in Final Fantasy X. Chris. What's the, oh right? She come. That's right. The dog comes over and Yuna pets it. Chris. What? Stop. Can you pet cats? We're, you we're cannot not, pet the dog in Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game. We're we're not done the news, and and this is going to be a big announcement. Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. Can you pet the dog in Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers? Chris. So there was a keynote last night slash this morning. Last night, Tokyo, this morning in North America time. Um, so, um, first thing, um, new, ex- new setting called the first. Um, and you're going to get teleported into a new dimension to, to play the new expansion content. Um, yeah, you're going to go into the first, um, where the realm has been swallowed by the flood of light. The only place that remains is the region of Norvrant. You must restore darkness to the realm. However, the ongoing conflict with the Garlean Empire will rage in your absence. Um, the other thing that they announced... Um, level cap rising from 70 to 80. Um, the combat system is going to get some removal and adjustment of skills. There is a new tank job called the Gunbreaker. Um, they also announced a new DPS, range DPS, um, called the Dancer. There is no associated base class. Um, currently, it is set to start at level 60, and players will not need to progress through any Shadowbringer storyline to unlock it. Um, which is weird, because the Dancer in Final Fantasy XI is a melee DPS with a focus on healing. Um, Dancer in fourteen has no healing, and it's a ranged DPS. Oh, oh, and they announced... Um, the They officially... I confirmed the two races. So Vera. Viera. Viera. And Hrothgar. Um, Can you pet the Hrothgar? Well, they're cats, not dogs. Oh. Yeah. The yeah. Hrothgar is just another name for Ronso, which you saw in Final oh, Fantasy Oh, Final Fantasy 10. 10 cat people. Yep. Kamari. But only men for some reason. Yeah. And so this has kind of caused some salt in the community because they decided that um, Viera are only female. And We've never Hrothgar seen a male Viera. So I don't know that they have males, but all right. I disagree. I'm pretty I'm, sure there's a male Viera. I mean, since. The... Are they calling them Viera? They are. That's interesting that everything else is renamed from their original Sorry, appearances. The V's. Oh, what? 
The V's, V-I-I-S. So they are renaming it. So yeah. in my opinion, then, because they can do whatever they want to races in this 14 game, they could have made males if they really wanted right. to. Right. Well, and so, here's the weird thing is, is we know there's female um, Ronso. Ronso. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they play on the Blitzball teams. Yeah. So that's, yep. a, that's a thing there. And, and so, I, I, I think know. the thing that really upset people is they asked why are these only male and female? Like, why are they gender locked? And the answer was basically because lore, which I think is such a terrible answer. Well, that's because baloney because lore. one, what? there's lore that there are female um, Ronzos. And two, you make the lore. Yeah, that's the more important yeah. one. Like the lore is whatever they want it to be in 14. So the, here's the thing. Maybe they're going to play on that, and they're gonna. That's going to pay off, and there is going to be a deep lore as to why they're gender locked and stuff. So I don't know. So they could do a really good writing story. There... However, this is an MMO, and it's for players to pick their characters and stuff. Why would you do that? Aren't there? <laughs> yeah, aren't there Manthras? Uh, yeah, there was one Manthra in eleven, and there are tons of Manthras in fourteen. Yeah, isn't there male Mijotes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we, but not at launch, I don't think. Didn't they add that later? Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't think you in do, 1.0, but go ahead. Sorry. You do visit the Vieira village in 12. And there's no males. There's one. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. No. I don't remember there being men there. There aren't. They're like spawns of the forest or something. They're not like, they don't get, they don't get born like regular people. So. By the way, um, pet the dog. I yeah. don't think that counts. That should count for Okami. Oh, okay. Because A, it's not a dog, and B, you are the dog, so you aren't petting the dog. You inspire others to pet you. You don't, count, right. you don't think that counts? All right. I, I, I just want to know why this... Kelly, don't you think these look more like Khajiit? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're just like really buff Khajiit. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're going to ask me for some skooma. Or Khajiit something. have wires? Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I I'm not really happy that you know the fe- female race is the bunny girls. That just Daniel in the chat. You me. have to unlock the other genders via the upcoming Allied Genders Pack, which requires <laughs> a special set of achievements, and then you too can make. That's a wild joke. Sorry. <laughs> Did they announce anything else? Yeah. So um, this morning slash last night in Japan. Um, there, so today they announced Persona 5, the Royal P5R. Okay. Yeah. And they announced nothing. (laughs) They They announced they're going to make an announcement. It is a 45 second trailer. We know it's for PS4. Yeah. Because it has a PS4 logo. And Um, we know there's a new girl in it. And yeah, the, but we the, don't know what she does. The 45 second trailer is a girl that we have never met before in a first year school uniform that says, I don't like the Phantom Thieves and I don't think they will make the world a better place. So it seems like they're doing a remake for PS4. It'll have a new character in it that can probably join your party and, of course, have her own story around it. And that's all we really know at this point. We don't know anything about a Switch version. We don't really know when this will come out. And we don't More know how much this is coming adding. April 24th. And this is me giving two middle fingers to my microphone. Atlas, this was cruel. It's cruel. Well, this was Sega's decision in Japan. So I mean, deal with it. it's under Atlas well, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Why are they teasing us, Nana? Because that's what they do. <sighs> So, yeah, that was a letdown. All right, we have editorials. This, this Not only that, it was a teaser that didn't include Morgana, so I don't even think it's a valid teaser for Persona 5. Like, come on. 
we got editorials. Um, yes, we do. As mentioned earlier, um, Josh is kicking off his new feature called Whatcha Playing? Yep, where I'm um, asking a bunch of people on staff, like, what, what games other than, like, the review stuff they're playing and getting them to write about it, a little bit about it. And people like me who don't do reviews and, and yeah. still want to talk about games. So, um, so hopefully those people who get upset that all, all, the, all we write about is, like, the one person who reviews a game, maybe we'll get some other opinions about games out there. All right. That's we, part of the idea. We also have a new adventure corner where we discuss... Um, RPG adjacent games. Wait, like wait, wait, novels. wait. Hold on, Josh. Yeah. How has <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Final Mix been going for you? You should read the column and find out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, just just remember, my Crisis Line is available mostly twenty four seven. Kingdom Hearts Crisis Lines now staffed. J- Josh doesn't sound like he needs it. <laughs> uh, Adventure Corner. Um, by Sam, London Detective Mysteria, which is a visual novel that launched recently on the Vita. And we also have a review for Etrian Odyssey Nexus. So if you're um, curious how the final 3DS entry in that series went, go ahead and check out the review. We got feedback. We have no briefs. No briefs. No, no briefs. briefs. So we're going commando today. We're going commando today. Yep. Let's right. jump in. Hang on. I forgot to write down what the question of the week okay. was. So let me just pop what, that in. What 3DS sheet. game would you like to see ported to Switch via an HD version? Thank you. So we tweeted that question at RP Gamer, and we got answers. Um, uh, Patrick says, bravely default. Um, Trent, who used to be a writer here, says, Samus Returns. Um, Deedlet says Golden Sun DD. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? Did Golden Sun make a hentai that I didn't hear about? No, I think that might have been DS. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Um, Diag says I would prefer ports of older games than the 3DS or from home consoles to have the option of portability. But I guess if I had to choose a 3DS game, Xenoblade. Ah. Uh, Michael says Boring, I know, but Ocarina of Time. Uh, Patrick says Dragon Quest 7 or 8. Um, Dinar says, "Kid Icarus Uprising." That's going to come up in our feedback in our other feedback too. Um, Poros says, "Return to Popolokoi." Uh, Lol Whoop says, "Xenoblade Chronicles," and Geo says, "Radiant Historia" or any Etrian Odyssey. We we started seeing some trends as we go through the rest of the feedback. So Jason emailed us and said, "Hi, writing in again." The first that comes to mind is the Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds. I just replayed it a few months ago for a couple of podcasts, and I feel like it gets overlooked. Why not give Triforce Heroes a chance on a platform with some less awkward online play while we're at it? I'd love to see Kid Icarus Uprising get another shot at life. The game seems like it's cool, and I enjoyed the amusing writing, but I couldn't deal with my hand cramping after 10 minutes of the awkward controls. Let's just put Super Mario 3D Land as well as World on the list as well. And I think that covers all the Nintendo made games I like to see on These the Switch. These are good choices. Yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. Because I also love Matsuno, Crimson Shroud being on Twitch would probably make my day. Ever Oasis would also be nice because we're probably never getting that Seiken Densetsu collection over here. And I want something resembling a mana game. Oh, and both Bravely Default games would be nice. Yeah. There. Yeah. Met my long-winded reply quota for the week. 
Well done, Jason. Those are all good. <laughs> yeah, no, the, a lot of those games are going to come up in more feedback. Yeah. Budai says, I can't imagine playing an entering game on Heroic. They are already so difficult on normal. As for oh, the question that's of the me. week, oh, I'm sorry. I'll take an HD version of Fire Emblem Fates or Conquest that have both versions and all DLC on one cart. That would be a good one. Mm. Featherhoof writes in and says, if there's one game in the 3DS's library that would totally benefit from better controls and graphics, I'd uh, that would be Kid Icarus Uprising. Yeah. I yes. thoroughly enjoyed the game on 3DS, even if my hands and wrists didn't. The more we see those characters included in other games, I just feel like people really, really, really want to experience that game, but not as the way it was presented to yeah. us. Alternatively, because I'm fiending for more and new info on the allegedly, supposedly, so they say, upcoming Grandia 1 and 2 HD Hey, remake. I've seen that in person. Yeah, it's it a was thing. rough. Yeah, but it's a thing. We also only saw one of the games, oh, okay. which was concerning. All right. Um, my other answer would be I would kill for a Bravely Default plus Bravely Second HD remaster collection on Switch. I'd play that. Only if they fixed that last chapter of <sighs> Bravely Default. Nope. Yep. Good call. All right. Sever and Mira couldn't make it to the show today. So Alex right. says Z- Xenoblade no. Chronicles 3D. I'm sorry. Disqualified. Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> 3D was a remake for the 3DS of a Wii game. That's if we were asking for what Wii game do you want on the Switch, you can say Someone it then. Someone else said Xenoblade Does Chronicles n- I know. 2. And I... Yeah. No. And I, I didn't say it earlier, but now I'm saying it. Put my foot down. Not valid. So right. move on. Uh, Matt, who's another staffer, says, is a non-answer an answer? Oh, boy. I actually wouldn't prefer any 3DS remakes for HD. <laughs> the 3DS games I've loved are in great are great in part um, because of the dual screen nature of them and more so by the handheld portableness of the game. I've never really wanted a console release of a handheld game. It's always been the other way around. Yeah, well, I don't consider the Switch a console. I consider it a handheld. <laughs> so. I mean, I've literally never played it as a console. So. I have, but even then. You and my husband are the same way. He refuses to hook it up to the TV. I, why would I hook it up to the TV when I can have it in my lap? That's what he says. And I'm like, you're crazy. All right. So what we're saying, we're going to do a spouse swap. No. <laughs> Well, no. Well, that just sounds a little more kinky than it probably should be. All right. Victor writes in and says, 3DS Chemcore RPGs are my guilty pleasure. Chemcore alert. Chemcore alert. I played. Warning. Warning. Chemcore alert. Please proceed to your nearest good video game. I played Chemco's Bonds of the Sky for the 3DS where it cost $10 US or 6 when it was on sale and it had no paid DLC. All Chemco 3DS RPGs cost $10 or less and have no paid DLC. Chemco's Dragon Sinker is another notable example. Its 3DS version is cheaper than the Switch version and the 3DS version doesn't have a paid DLC at all. Like nearly all Chemcore RPGs, Bond to the Sky is a mediocre JRPG comfort food. Mildly amusing, not very memorable. Characters naturally gain levels quickly and can easily run away from random encounters. Honestly, very level, very little level grinding is needed to finish the main game. Grinding to level 99 is required to complete the post-game and seize the story's second ending, but it only takes about an hour if you do it efficiently. If you're playing Bonds of the Sky on the Switch, don't bother buying the DLC unless you have money to burn. You just don't need it. Um, Unless they deliberately tweak the game from its 3DS incarnation. But Kemco wouldn't be that evil, would they? All right. Victor (laughs) also answers... 
I think it might be her. Okay. Victor also answers. We've we've had this conversation and we've been corrected and I don't remember, I don't which remember way either. The went. No! Sorry, Victor. We the main you. reason to port a game from the 3DS to an HD version on the Switch would be to improve its graphics. So I think the best contenders are the Zelda titles that appeared on the 3DS, such as Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, or Link Between Worlds. Only one of those is a 3DS game. The other two are remakes. They don't count. Strawberry Eggs says, I would so buy HD remasters of Bravely Default and Bravely Second. Yep. I don't know how we'll handle the parts where the 3DS cameras used, but it would be still be awesome. An HD of Fire Emblem Echo Shadows of Valentia would be great as well. Heck, I'd probably get one for Fire Emblem Awakening as well, despite playing yes. the game to death. All right. If you want to leave feedback. How do I do it? You got lots of ways. You can follow at RPGamer on Twitter. And when the question of the week pops up, you can smash that reply button and leave us replying to 180 characters less. Okay. You can call or text us. No Mr. Wolf this week? Nope, no Mr. Wolf this okay, week. Okay, you can call or text us, like Mr. Wolf sometimes says, at 608-729-4098. You can email us, podcast at rpgamer.com. If you email Saturday morning like Jason does, let me know. Hey, and keep in mind, 608-729-4098, that's the official voicemail for the Kingdom Hearts Crisis line. That's how you get your <laughs> message to Kelly, so she can respond to it right here on the show. Yep. Um, also, we record live every week on Twitch. So if you want to check us out, um, we record Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. We Ooh. are currently in daylight savings time, so the conversion is a little different for our Europeans. Um, Twitch.tv slash RPGamer. Otherwise, um, go to RPGamer.com, click on podcast, click on RPGcast, find the latest show, and slap your comment down there. So our question of the week Ooh. Um, you know what? I'm not sure we've ever asked this. Have we asked whether people play Switch in, in docked or undocked? Oh, no, but we, apparently we should. Yeah, because apparently it's like a divorce-worthy debate. Yeah. No, just spouse Ooh, there was a, debate. There was a chat submission to the previous question also. Oh. All right. Stella Glow. Ooh, Yes. That game was so good. I would play it again. I would play it many times on the Switch. It's pretty good. All right, so send in your answer to do you play Switch docked, undocked, or both? And let's move into new releases. So everything comes out on this tw- 26th this yeah. week. Uh, well, not yes. everything, but... Um, They're like squeezing everything in the first quarter. On like the 26th. Things. Final Fantasy no, 7. No, no, no. Oh. That's just the multi-platform releases. Oh, okay. Look at, look at the headlines. That's a lot. So Final Fantasy VII comes out for the Nintendo Switch and the Xbox One. Oh boy. Nelky and the Legendary Alchemists Ateliers of the New World mm-hmm. comes for Switch, PS4, and PC. Operencia, the Stolen Sun, launches on Xbox One and PC. Outward hits PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And the Princess Guide comes to Switch and PS4. Coming exclusively to PC... Grimshade and Tanzia coming exclusively to PlayStation 4, 7 Days Long Gone, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, and the Dungun Rampa trilogy. That's not an RPG. Yeah, but it's RPG adjacent. Yeah. Also, yeah, I, I think Seven's think... out on PC as well. Huh? I think this is just the FF7's seven already out. Long FF7 long has been out on PC for years. Yeah, so it's not just going to be exclusive to PS4. It's 
It's not. It's this Xbox release one and Switch for this release. Yeah, PS4 has already come out. Yeah. For seven. Yeah. Oh, they, they re-released. I'm seven sorry. I thought you were talking about Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, what are oh, we talking bad. about? The no, only... the actual game oh, Seven is Days Long seven. Gone. Oh, okay. okay. Seven <laughs> Days Long Gone. The only place that I saw it listed anywhere was on PS4. Okay. No, you know what? Um, yeah, because it's so, already out on PC. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's what I was saying. So it's not exclusive. That's all. Coming I Coming out this week. Add to that. Sorry. All right. Uh, and coming out on Switch, um, Yoshi's Crafted World. Not an RPG. Um, so we didn't talk about this. Um, it's it's already out, but we didn't talk about it last week because it kind of kind of came out of nowhere. Azure Saga Pathfinder Deluxe Edition. So Azure Saga um, is a Indonesian JRPG, and it's been recommended to me. Um, I'm I'm a little so I I I do plan on playing it. My only concern is um, two different people sent me screenshots of the game with really bad English. Anna really hates bad translations. Tra- bad translations is my pet peeve. Yeah. Um, so Sekiro <laughs> Shadows Die Twice came out this week. Yep. Or is it coming out this week? I'm no, it's sure. out. It came out. out. Okay. It's out. That's like a Dark Souls-y type RPG game. Yes. So, so I here, don't know if we covered that last week. Here is week, a victory a screen where one of the characters say, our courage, yeah, our firm. Okay. All right. Hey, you know what's coming to Switch, Anna? Gems of War. Yeah. I'm, You've played that on multiple I, platforms. I you got to so play I, it again. I played that on PS4 and I played it on PC and I played it on iPad and now oh, I think goodness. I might download it onto Oh, that's just terrible. You've never finished Switch. that game. So I got as far as can't. I could in the PS4 version, but the PS4 version was so far behind the PC and iOS well, version. Well, they updated it and you never went back. No, because it was like, it's going to be, it was going to be at least six months before the major, the, the next major content hit the... But you never caught back up to it on the PC version or any of the further no, ahead versions. No, because I switched to the iOS version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, here's another one. Uh, Victory Message in, Az- in Azure Saga. You're not going to stop me. Okay. <laughs> nice Azure Saga. <laughs> so I want to hear if anyone's playing Sekiro and what they think of it. Because it looks like a really fast Dark Souls. So, sorry. Go right. ahead. That's my so, personal... Yeah. If you're playing Sekiro... Designer. Let me know. Give us your impressions for Let Chris. Let me know. All right. All right. Uh, thanks, Kelly. Thank you. Thanks for making our awesome artwork for Yay. our podcast. Uh, yep. Thank you, Pascal. You're welcome. Thanks, Josh. Sure. Thanks, Chris. Um, we need to ask what people <laughs> are going to play this week. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to play. Um, I'm going to play everybody and fish with my butt. Okay. I'm going to play Witcher too. Josh, what are you playing? I'm gonna get Nelky. Ah, nice. Oh, uh, so I have that Atelier coming. Game. I have that coming, and I don't know how, where I'm gonna fit it into my schedule. I'm sure you'll get through it eventually. Miss finishes eight games a week. Yeah, eight fifty games, games a week. A week. Um, one game a week. Kelly, what about you? I want to finish up SteamWorld Dig Two, and I'm due for another Final Fantasy VII playthrough. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> and Pascal. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> what are you going to play, Pascal? He's going to well, play Go Back to I School because spring break is done, right? Spring, yeah, I'm I'm going to play Go Back to Work, but I also am going to have to continue playing a little bit more War Theater since I am um, oh. reviewing or impressioning oh, it. So I, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that one's going to end up being a deep look. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely is not going <laughs> to. I knew that on the day, the first, the first time I ever had it on. Oh gosh. <laughs> Ooh, that that's not Yeah, no. All right. So uh thanks everybody for 
tuning in. Thank you, panelists. Thank you, Dale North, for doing our music. Thank you, Forecast, for doing our MP3 encoding. Yay. And right. uh, yeah, we're done. And thank you for watching. We'll See be here next, next week. week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Screw you. Bye. Bye.